Greetings, everybody, and welcome back. I'm your host, Calvin Williams, licensed professional counselor, and you are listening to The Counselor's Couch. Well, I'm back. I'm sorry for the absence, but after we wrapped up episode 15, I took a mid-season hiatus and took some much-needed time for myself and my family. It was just kind of a chance to rest and recharge so I can come back energized and ready for whatever may be next. I apologize. I didn't let people know. Uh, and I'm grateful for those of you that did reach out definitely and let me know, hey, we're missing the couch. When are you coming back? Uh, the plan was, like I said, just to take a little time. I've always believed that taking time for self-care is very important. And I share that message with everybody else. So it makes it even more important to practice what I preach. Now, before we get started this week, I just want to share with you a quick rundown of my current state. I tend to check out from time to time. You know, that's no big secret to those people that really know me, and it always tends to happen around this time of the year, usually in summertime. However, this year, it just seems to be more intense and more often than usual. Just seems to be a crazy summer, doesn't it? You know, I've been reflecting on what it could actually be, what's impacting my mood, and what seems to be kicking on my shutdown switch. I've considered that it's the summer following a pandemic. Maybe it's even the uncertainty of the Delta variant, the vaccination processes, the global economy, hurricanes, or so many more things. Or it might simply be my frustration that my lawnmower broke down and my pool has a leak. Yeah, I know these are real-world problems, right? But they are for me. However, as I reflected on what may be at the center of my current moodiness, it hit me. What's the one thing all of these things have in common? What's the common denominator? Besides being things that piss me off, they are all something outside of my actual control. I cannot control when something breaks down. Even when you perform regular maintenance and care for things, they still break down and require repair. It happens, and it usually happens at the most inopportune time. Can I control the Delta variant? Can I control COVID, hurricanes, or the global economy? No. I'm sorry to say I can't, but you know, I never could. This is not something new. It's not something that just started in the past few years. Our debate over actual control or our inability to control certain things in this world existed long before COVID. However, many of us appear to be suffering with what I refer to as the illusion of control, which is a segue into this week's episode. But before we get started, let me remind you again that nothing provided in this podcast implies a therapeutic relationship between counselor and client. It's solely for education and entertainment. Counseling can help you overcome challenges, enhance your relationships, and develop skills to lead the life you want. If you're considering therapy, then please reach out to a trained, licensed professional in your community. If by any chance you are interested in seeking counseling in the Monroe, Louisiana area, and if you live anywhere in Louisiana and you're interested in participating in teletherapy with state-approved professionals, then contact the providers at HealthPoint Center. Change starts here. Psychology and Counseling Services. HealthPoint is a collaboration of independent professionals who are dedicated to improving your quality of life and guiding you on a positive path toward change. That's HealthPoint Center, located at 1818 Avenue of America, Monroe, Louisiana. Call today to inquire about services, providers, or book an appointment. 
at area code 318-998-2700. Well, it's that time again, so pull up a cushion, kick off your shoes, and grab a cup of coffee. Let's get started with the session. You know, I've mentioned this topic in the past, the illusion of control, which is just that, an illusion. Now consider the definition of illusion as something that deceives or misleads intellectually, or a perception of something objectively existing in such a way as to cause misinterpretation of its actual nature. Huh. So let's think about this in terms of control or what we actually control in this world. How many times have you thought to yourself how things in your life or the world are just getting out of control? Is this a new experience? It's unlikely. But what would you say if I told you that you were never really in control of these things in the first place? You haven't actually lost control because you never had it to start with. I know, I know. Many of you are probably thinking I've lost my mind or maybe I'm stretching for a topic in this episode or... Maybe I took too much time off on a hiatus. Who knows? But stay with me on this journey and let's just kind of see where we go. To control something implies that we have power over something. And in many ways, it looks as if we have power over much more than we actually do in our day-to-day life. But is it control or is it influence? You know, over decades of working with clients, the concept of control always comes up. I mean, it never fails. I love it when people describe themselves as having control issues or being a control freak. So what does that actually mean? They're often referring to their need for things to be the way they want it. But is that control or is that selfishness? Think about it. If I have to have things done in a very specific manner in order for me to perform my duties, then it's all about me. If someone makes something all about themselves, then... We would usually consider that selfish in nature, right? It's not uncommon or even irrational to want to have control. Control for many people represents something, something like power, strength, or for most people it represents a sense of safety, protection, and comfort. Without this idea of control, we feel at risk, scared, and sometimes even lost. These are not usually comfortable places for many people, so we embrace the illusion of control. When working with families affected by alcohol and drug dependency, we see the control concept play out in several different ways. The most significant is when the individual struggling with the dependency begins to lose more and more control over their own life. Because, though, that's what addiction does. It takes your control and choice. We see the dependent person act in a manner to gain some sense of control. And if they can't control themselves, well, they oftentimes look to control others within the family system. This effort of taking control of others can be seen in manipulation, threats, bullying, and many other dysfunctional behaviors. So the individual feeling out of control attempts to take control away from others, which leads to the family feeling what? Out of control. It's a disturbing cycle of dysfunction grounded in fear, shame, and pain, resulting in an illusion of control. But you know, this is not just evident in those type of family systems. It's not just about addicts and alcoholics. It's bigger and much more pervasive in our world, especially right now in our world. The anxiety of a world pandemic remains. 
We see changes in COVID with various strains or variants. We see the continued debate over masks and vaccinations. People are still dying. This is unsettling and creates a sense of fear or anxiety for many of us. Well, when people are afraid, what do they seek? Security and comfort. They often seek control because control represents this security and comfort. Unfortunately, they often seek to control things that are actually outside of their own control. They will engage in arguments over beliefs and values. They tend to project their idea of right or wrong onto others in their lives and sometimes even total strangers. It really is like we lose our mind and we spiral down a rabbit hole of complete chaos resulting in anger, pain, and divisiveness. I mean, I get it. I really do. It's what we've done since the beginning of time. If you study enough history, you'll find that the world has been in some form of chaos at one time or another. The tragedies of biblical times, the fall of the Roman Empire, the Black Plague, World Wars, the Great Depression, the Recession, 9-11, and global warming. There's always been something or some kind of threat to our human existence. But more than that, threats to our actual control. It was true then, and it's true now. Many of these circumstances or situations, conflicts, or attacks were outside of our actual control. My point is that it's not about what's happening around us or to us. It's what we do with what happens to us. Now, let me repeat that for clarification. It's not what happens to us or around us. It's what we do with what happens to us that matters. The key word here is doing, implying action. What actions are you taking? You know, I often encourage people to control the controllables. It seems like I've said this a lot since the beginning of the pandemic. But what does that actually mean? If what we've talked about so far are the things outside of our control or an illusion of control, what can we control? Have you ever asked yourself that question? We all have what I refer to as a circle of control. These are the things that are actually in our control. There's a limited space within our circles, but most of the time conflict comes when we're acting outside of our circle. There are only three things that exist within your circle. These are the words you speak, the thoughts you have, and the actions that you take daily. That's it. That's all. Words, thoughts, and actions. But more specifically, your own words, your own thoughts, and your own actions. However, most of our focus is often placed on what someone else said, what someone else thinks, and what someone else did to us or the world around us. Now, this may be difficult to hear, and you may even disagree completely. Somehow, you might think that there's more to it. I get it. We've been operating under the illusion of control for quite a long time. An illusion can mislead you intellectually or cause a misinterpretation. But I promise you, at the end of the day, if you reflect on my point, you will see that when the smoke settles, all you really had control over was how you used your words, thoughts, and actions to impact or influence those around you. Whether it's parenting a strong-willed child, coping with an annoying coworker, or making a personal decision to get a vaccine. It all comes down to what you do with what you have control over or controlling the controllables. 
When someone else reacts to my influence, it's really on them. I didn't make it happen. Now, don't get me wrong, because many of you may say things like, well, I was controlled in my relationship or even abused as a child. You know, I'm compassionate about your pain and the trauma that you endured. Those actions were actually outside of your control. They happened to you, or maybe they're still happening to you. You didn't choose it. However, my point remains, what will you do with what happened to you? How will you take your power back? Oftentimes, we feel like we have no control. But what we're referring to is choice. Choices without awareness can lead us to feeling controlled by others or circumstances in our life. Because we lack awareness, we won't make choices, and therefore choices will be made for us, thus creating an illusion of control or our loss of control. That's why I'm sharing this with you today. I want you to see that you can take control and make new choices. I want to see you own your life and take your power back. Whether it's in a dysfunctional relationship, a chaotic work environment, a financial hardship, or even a worldwide pandemic, you focus on controlling the controllables. You have to break free of the illusion of control and see it for what it really is, misleading and misinterpretation. It's a loss of valuable resources by putting your effort and your energy into things outside of your control, yielding no fruit or positive outcome. I know that this is not an easy task, but it's a simple concept. Our issue with control often are tied to acceptance and expectations. Accepting that I have no control over certain things in my life and managing my expectations of others and the events around me is the key to finding peace. It's also the key to finding the comfort and the security that we're actually seeking. What's interesting is that this is not a new concept or some new age idea. This has been taught for centuries by early Greek philosophers and even early Christians. It has to do with accepting our limitations and surrendering. For example, in the 12-step program of Alcoholics Anonymous, the first step lays a foundation for a spiritual awakening and freedom from addiction. Participants admit they are powerless over alcohol and their lives have become unmanageable. It's this step that helps a person identify limitations and recognize how the vain attempts to control something outside of their own control is making their life unmanageable. It's an incredibly powerful step, and true recovery and growth can't take place without it. This carries an awareness that's so much greater than many people grasp while they're in early recovery. But it's not limited to addiction or alcoholism. Imagine if we were to replace the word alcohol with pandemic. I admit that I'm powerless over the pandemic and my life has become unmanageable by trying to control it. Or I admit that I'm powerless over other people and my life has become unmanageable by trying to control them or take responsibility for them. I mean, these are true statements. If you could control the pandemic, I feel pretty confident that you would have stopped it if you could, but you can't. So we must accept it as it is and control the controllables. Now, please don't misunderstand me by thinking controlling the controllables is easy because it's not. Fact. There's no but to that statement, just a simple period at the end of it. 
Controlling your words, thoughts, and actions takes work. It takes effort. It takes energy. Those valuable resources that we have invested in the illusion of control, we need them back. It takes honesty with self and self-awareness. It takes an inventory of how I'm actually using my words, thoughts, and actions. It takes ownership, and it takes responsibility. If you really want to impact your life, the life of others, or even the world, then look at how you are using your circle of control. When I talk about this with many people, they kind of misunderstand my goal. I'm not talking about being ambivalent or fostering some form of unhealthy victimization that I have no control over anything in the world, and I'm not talking about making myself the center of my own universe. I'm talking about true empowerment that leads to an impact on the world and your own life. And here's the thing. I'm not just talking to you. I'm talking to myself as well. That's the beauty of this podcast. It helps with my own self-reflection when I sit on the couch. Am I actually living the life I want? If not, then the answer lies within my circle of control. I'm not using my words, my thoughts, and my actions effectively. They may not be in alignment with my goals. If your life, your family, or your community is not where you want it to be, then ask yourself, how am I using my circle of control to influence or impact others and myself? Am I sitting around focused on the things outside of my control? Am I more concerned with what others are saying, what they might think, or what they're doing? Or am I using my circle to the best of my ability? In therapy, we often refer to this as modeling behavior. Are you sitting around bitching about people not getting vaccinated or wearing masks and social distancing? Or are you getting your shot, wearing your mask, and keeping your distance? Which do you think falls into your circle of control? The rest falls into our expectations of others, and we often expect ourselves of others. And as I've said on numerous occasions before, you will be sorely disappointed. As I reflect back on the things I've experienced lately, I find that my frustration, my disconnect, my shutdown switch has been impacted and influenced by the situations, circumstances, and people I have encountered that are outside of my circle of control. Isn't it strange that the things outside of our control are given so much power in our lives? I mean, think about that. Perhaps there's something you've been struggling with lately, something that evokes a powerful emotional reaction, perhaps even painful. I want you to reflect on it for a moment and ask yourself, what is really frustrating me? Take, for instance, the current pandemic and the increased numbers of hospitalizations or new cases of COVID and the new variants. Are we afraid of going back to shutdowns, mask mandates, or something even worse? Well, sure we are. Just discussing this has an anxiety-evoking response in me. But which one of these issues do I actually have control over? None. Now, this doesn't imply that I'm completely powerless here, but it does help me identify where my control or power truly lies. Are you sitting by the television again being bombarded with numbers and conflicting information leading to your confusion and fear? Are you projecting forward into your future and fighting a fight that hasn't happened yet? Preparing yourself for the worse. Whichever it is, I can tell you what you're not focusing on. That's controlling the controllables in your life today. We oftentimes get so busy looking forward or living in the past that we forget to focus 
on today. And today is where change takes place. Today is where healing happens. Today is where you realize you've already survived your past and your future hasn't even been written yet. Today is where you activate your circle of control and focus on your words, thoughts, and actions to influence others and find your peace. Today is where we engage in problem solving. You know, I have a friend that shared with me years ago a great analogy that he uses with his clients. If you come home and find an alligator in your kitchen, that's not the time to discuss how the alligator got in or get caught up in past alligators in your kitchen or even blaming somebody for leaving the door open. At that moment, you're in the alligator removal business, and it requires your immediate, uninterrupted focus. You know, I've never actually had to wrestle an alligator, but I can only imagine that if I'm not present in the moment or if I look away for a second, the outcome could be disastrous. So how do we manage to navigate our circle of control? Stoic philosophers taught that the path to a happy life was found in two things. One, correctly identifying what is within our control and what's not. And two, focusing our effort on the things within our control and learning to accept what is not. This distinction is important because no matter how much we try, no matter how upset we get or frustrated we get, we can't change the things outside our circle of control. Attempting to control the uncontrollable will undoubtedly lead to a life of bitterness, frustration, and pain. Whereas on the other hand, a life focused on doing what we can with what we have is much more likely to be productive, effective, empowering, and altogether more constructive. Well, it seems we've reached the end of our session today. Again, I want to tell you how grateful I am that you choose to spend this time with me. Now, as you move forward this week, I want you to reflect on your circle of control. How are you using your words, your thoughts, and your actions to influence and impact your life, the lives of others, and the world? I know these are stressful and anxiety-evoking times, and you may find yourself seeking control in order to feel secure. Avoid the illusion of control and seek true empowerment. Ask for help when needed and reach out. Give support to somebody in need and be the model of behavior that you're looking for in others. Control the controllables in your life and you'll find the peace that you're seeking. Now, I promise you this will not be the end of this topic, so keep coming back. Today, I want to leave you with a final quote from the Stoic philosopher Epictetus. Happiness and freedom begin with a clear understanding of one principle. Some things are within our control, and some things are not. Remember, folks, you're not alone. Live intentionally, love daily, and laugh often. Don't forget, we're back, and new episodes are going to start dropping again each week, so please subscribe and follow me. And leave a review. Let me know what you think. If you have any questions or comments about this podcast, you can email them directly to calvin at calvincwilliamslpc.com, or you can reach me on Facebook at Williams Professional Counseling Services, LLC. You can even check out my website at www.calvincwilliamslpc.com. Or if you'd like to schedule a therapy session with me, contact us at Health Point Center at area code 318-998-2700. 
I do always look forward to hearing from listeners, so please feel free to submit topics of interest, comments, or questions. Thanks again for stopping by, and remember there's always room for you on the Counselor's Couch.